Okay, now, well, welcome everyone to the Fearless Net Premier Show one more time. And today, I'm going to be having one of those legends you keep hearing about or you keep seeing, but you've never been able to touch. Uh, I've been able to dig him out uh, from uh, my last conference. Uh, it's one of those names that you that has done stuff that even me, when I was researching him for this interview, didn't even know. I know him. I've, I've met him for, for a while. But I didn't even know that it was that legendary, okay? I just thought it's one of those guys doing well on the zoo. But uh, the person we're having today, uh, just like uh, the person we had yesterday, is also a New York Times best-selling author of all the interviews we've had. This is the second person that will be, that will be a New York Times bestseller. And when I went to check his record, I almost fainted when I saw all those books, all those best-selling books. I'm like, this is the guy I met, and he's just so casual, he's just so, you know, himself, uh, that you don't know. So I'll give you a, a brief rundown about him, the way we normally do, so that you can understand why you need to listen to him, why it can basically help you to change your life and change uh, your, uh, make your dreams come true. Ron Douglas, uh, incidentally, the first black person that we're interviewing, I'm so happy. Uh, to have him, even though he looks white to me from Nigeria, you know. <laughs> All right, Ron is a is a is an established expert in information marketing, uh, lead generation and publicity. In fact, I was surprised at the level of a uh, clientele that is uh, that he represents, like outsourcing.com. I'm talking about big companies that rely on him to help them get their vision on the internet done. Ron is among the list of elite individuals who have generated millions of dollars, both with his information products on the internet and as well as make mainstream publishing. It's difficult to find an internet marketer that is also killing it in mainstream publishing. Ron is one of those few people and he has a huge following that they built online and I was surprised to hear he has, actually has over 200, maybe 300,000 members on his mailing list. I mean, I have 10,000 and I wouldn't let anybody forget it. And so now I'm embarrassed when I saw what others are doing. All right. Uh, in fact, he's got this series, okay, America's Most Wanted Recipes. You probably have seen, seen it on the bookshelves. You probably have even bought some of it because they've sold millions of copies of this, about 1.4 million copies from the little research that I was able to do. He has been featured on Good Morning America. I imagine a man that has been on Good Morning America, I have my fearless Netflix show. I'm coming up, guys. We are coming up. <laughs> All right. It's been featured on Home Shopping Network, Fox News, ABC News, Good Day, Fox and Friends, Williams, uh, when the Williams show, Today Show Australia, Today Show on Emerson, and People Magazine, guys. Even me, I didn't know this until yesterday when I started doing background research on this, our guest for today. And what's really wrong, I'll be very honest with you, what tripped me in all of this, I didn't know you had an MBA in finance and investment. I just look at him, okay, one of those successful internet marketers, I didn't know this man is totally well-educated, chartered financial analyst, all right, and has worked on Wall Street for JP Morgan and Citibank. In fact, I have to apologize to you, Ron. Next time I see you, I'm going to teach treat you with more respect as, as, as you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, yeah, this casual guy, I'm ready, man. He was just very unassuming, talks as if we are on the same level. No, we are not on the same level. This man has crossed so many uh, barriers. So we're gonna be sharing with him today on like what we had with practically everybody that has been on this show. I'm talking about Todd Gross, Sam Baker, David Michaels. He is more uh, multifaceted. Most of those guys are one dimensional, they do one thing. 
yes, this guy that is killing it in cooking, he's killing it in internet marketing, he's killing it in offline. So I'm not even sure how I'm going to approach this interview today, but God will help me. All right. So, Ron, uh, the way we do it at the Fellas Netpreneur Show, we don't even tell our our gurus to introduce themselves. I thought that is rude. Anybody wants to know about Ron Douglas, all you need to do is Google it. R-O-N Douglas. You get the good, the bad, and the ugly for yourself. Do your own homework, all right? Just like I have done to find out more about him before we start interviewing. Ron, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Opie. I appreciate that. That's quite a buildup, man. Great introduction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do a terrible job at, at self-promoting, so I need to, to work. That, that would be a, a big elevator, 30-second elevator pitch, right? Imagine yeah. somebody <laughs> rambling yes. all that off on, on the elevator. You're like, this guy you should. <laughs> Seriously, because if I knew this, you would have been my cover for the very first section. I'm serious because you've got more qualifications than everybody else have had. And oh, I, that's why that. I say I owe you an apology because I didn't see you like that. I know you, you're a big name out there, but I didn't know how big until I went to do the research. And yeah. then hopefully, yes. You're underestimating the brother, man. You're sleeping yes. on the brother. I, I mean, I'm sorry. Like I said, not underestimating. Because I just say, okay, one of, because I see your picture everywhere, but I didn't know you are this deep. And that's the truth. I mean, I have a PhD in law. I'm also a chartered accountant. So I have deep respect for people who are not just doing well in internet marketing. They are actually deep in terms of education and connections. And that I didn't know. So yes, I underestimated the brother. But August cover, I can tell you right now, you are the man for that cover because right. you more than qualify, and I will be getting back to you on that. I appreciate it. But um, it's an honor anyway. Some of the yeah. other guys you, you mentioned also, yeah. Davin Michaels and some of these other guys, yeah. they're really accomplished, as well as yourself. So yes. it's Thank an you, honor to, to be it's on your show. It's good to say, brother, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so and let's I, get I do need to work on my tan, as you said. <laughs> yeah, you should. All right. Because the, I, New York, uh, the New York pale thing happening. Yeah. Yes, if I told Nigerians this you are a white guy, they would believe me because they don't know better. <laughs> okay, guys. All right. So first, um, I don't even, let me let me start with this. Uh, how long have you been in internet marketing? Let's take it from internet and we we'll go to other areas. How long have you been in digital marketing? Since two thousand one, I started wow. my first uh, company. Actually, internet marketing. I was doing affiliate marketing and list building in two thousand one while I was in grad school. Actually. Going for wow. my MBA and, wow. and working for J.P. Morgan Chase at the same time. Wow! Like I said, I do owe you a serious apology, man. You are a dumb. All right. So now I want to I want to take you back because, to be honest with you, it was a revelation for me. I thought I knew a lot about you, and the truth is, I didn't know even one tenth of what I should. And so when I did that, so I'm going to take you through some of them. I mean. And when I, when I got to that part of my research that actually showed me that your books, okay, actually grossed over $3 million, actually $3.7 million in just four months. How do you do that? Tell us. Give us a rundown. I was fortunate to get a lot of publicity. I had a, a decent publicist and I had a really good story that, that hit at the right time and tied in with what the media was looking to cover at the time. Uh, I had left my job on, at J.P. Morgan. I really got laid off, <laughs> and I just okay, never looked back. And they really loved my story of a, a guy who had left Wall Street to pursue his passion of cooking because I, I had a cooking site and a cookbook. But really, I was just a direct marketer that had found a good niche, which was the, the cooking niche. It was one of my hobbies, but I wasn't a chef or a professional at all at it. You know, my wife actually cooks better than me, but they, they loved that story. And that was the first 
story that got me media publicity. And the other story was I had a, a book. The cookbook had restaurant recipes, like secret restaurant recipes. That was the theme of the book. So one of the recipes was the KFC original chicken recipe, which I had my version of it. And I told the media that it was my version of it, but they kind of embellished and went with the story that I had cracked the code on KFC's secret <laughs> recipes. So that oh, got me. Oh, that blew the whole thing up. Okay. Yeah, wow. yeah. So that got me on all the different shows. And it was, it was cool. It was kind of gimmicky for a while, but eventually, having been on all those shows, I was able to start getting on shows just for the book, not just for that one recipe, just for the book and the concept of it. Like I was on Home Shopping Network uh, six times. Wow. In St. Pete. And I was just standing there selling the actual book and it wasn't really featuring any particular recipe. So it kind of led to a lot of book sales, a lot of uh, credibility, and it was a, a blessing for sure. Oh, yes. I mean, uh, so basically, guys, what he's saying is that you got to have a good story to go, uh, to go and then hit it at the right time. Uh, hopefully I can make my own immigrants made good in America to get my own good, right? <laughs> well, well the, other, the other key point is um, you never know what you can do until you try to do it, right? I, I never thought I would be able to get publicity and be on the news and all this stuff until I actually tried to do it. So how do you do that? I'm just curious. How, how do you do that? Well, I actually um, was advised that it was possible, right? I met some people. So you go to events, you meet people. One of the people that I was friends with was Tom Bill and Mike Filsame. And um, Mike Filsame was working on a, a project where he was trying to uh, get his friend who was a publicist to get him testimonials and success stories for a project they were working on. And then he contacted me for that because I had bought some of Phil Sands products in the past. And then I started telling him my story and he said, wow, this is a great story. We can get you media attention for it. And at first I thought it was like, okay, what are you trying to sell me? You know what I mean, but then I just kind of said, okay, well, let's give it a try. Let's go with it. And Tom Bill was the original person that told me that, you know, the media would love this story because he had done some stuff working with uh, Jim Kelly, his former mm -hmm famous football player okay. so he opened my eyes to the possibility and then i just went down that path and it, it you know it just kind of dominoed from there so basically guys what it just summarizes is that you never know what you can accomplish until you actually go for it sometimes these things look almost impossible for you to get but then you try and the next thing you know the universe opens up to you that is that is so uh, that is so awesome now the so because you are so uh, established many of these niches. I'm going to keep my questions a bit general so that everybody can benefit from you regardless of their niche. Okay, so what I would like you to tell us about, if you can, is that what are, will you call the seven golden keys for success in internet marketing or on, on the internet? All right, from your experience of 14 years, having seen people come and go and having hit it in different areas, what will you say are the golden keys for success? In online business, you want seven of them? Yeah, I want seven of them at least. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a report right there. I have to tell you in advance. That's yeah. a report I'm going to use to promote this interview. All right. right? Well, okay. I'll, I'll do my best. Well, okay. We got I think, uh, I'm taking notes. I think a, an important one is just belief in yourself, right? Especially yeah. if you're doing any type of information marketing, you know, where you're positioning yourself as the expert. So it's just belief in yourself, belief that you can do it. And you need that belief to kind of put yourself out there to say, 
I'm the best at this, you should follow my advice, or I'm an expert, you should definitely buy my products. Or if you have a product, it's just belief in your product enough to say, here's why my product is the best, here's why you should buy my product. So, it, it, you know, we're taught to be humble, right, growing up, you know, that's a good quality to have, but when you're marketing things, that kind of goes away. Right? You mm -hmm. want to, you have to position your product as the best solution, and that goes against the whole belief we've been brought up to believe as being humble. There's a way to do it and not brag, but you have to say, here's why you need to buy my product. So that, that's one. Uh, I would say another one is just not trying to reinvent the wheel, selling what people actually want to buy, right? Selling what people are already buying a lot of times and maybe just putting a different spin on it. I see a lot of people you know, come to the market and they're unsure of their product they're trying to sell what they want to sell, but not necessarily what the market wants to buy. Mm. So you can do your research to figure out what's selling out there already and try to put a different spin on it. Don't sell what you want to sell. Sell what people want to buy. Do your research first. Identify that because they're the people that count, right? Okay. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, that is huge because many of us, uh, we come in. Uh, with an, when I first came in, that was the mistake I was making, thinking what I like is what the market likes. Meanwhile, it doesn't work like that. I was looking for how to be different, to be new, not knowing you need to work on what is already working. I learned that after one year. All right. So, guys, don't try to reinvent the wheel, particularly when you are starting out. You want to look at what is working and then see how you can do it better and how you can slant it to yourself. When you have become like Ron, then you can decide to be innovative and start something new. Ron doesn't care now with all these realities coming from everywhere. It can decide to take a risk, but when you come in until you get the established income going, you got to, and uh, this is not the first time we're handling this, but it's reinforcing it. Go on. Actually, I got you at three already. The second thing you said, which you, which you actually uh, gloss over is position yourself as an expert. You said that as part of that one, and I think I separated it for, because people only buy from experts, at least they celebrate you as an expert. So you've got to figure out a way to position yourself, even if you are not yet an expert, but you've said that. So let's right, keep right. going. You can do that by writing a book. You can do that by publishing content. Okay. Uh, I would say another one is uh, be prolific with trying things, right? Put your stuff out there. Don't sit on ideas for long periods of time because they come, become stale. You want to throw stuff against the wall to see what, what sticks, right? And don't be afraid to do it. Don't, don't overthink things. Don't try to be a perfectionist. That's probably like seven, right? There. Yes, exactly. <laughs> One topic. But I got to think back, of up, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> Remember, many of the people watching this show are struggling newbies or people have been there still trying to learn. So slow it down, okay? Okay. Be prolific, okay? The main, the main point I mentioned that is a lot of people I see out there don't want to release a product, don't want to get their idea out there because they second guess themselves. When in fact, you should try, because you know, you're going to have some, you're going to run into some obstacles. You're going to fail, right? Don't be afraid to fail. And it's not really failure if you learn a lesson from it. So what you're trying to learn is what doesn't work, what, what not to do. So once you have that under your belt, it becomes clearer exactly what you need to do. And you don't get to that point until you try things and put stuff out there and not be afraid of what everybody thinks as long as you do your best. You know, it's never gonna be perfect. Okay, fantastic, I get that. So don't second guess yourself. Don't be afraid to fail, all right? Because failure is all part of success. And I agree with you 
uh, my first few projects, I failed miserably, and but I knew that going in, because I've been successful in many areas of business before I got on the internet, that I'm going to fail before I can make it. So I wasn't bothered when I released my first book, it was Confessions of a Guru Wannabe, which is supposed to be a great book, but I didn't know what to do. I didn't market it. I didn't even know there's anything called Squeeze Page and all that. And that's a book. Now that you have inspired me, I'm going to go take it up again because it's a compelling story too about how um, a, a lawyer actually ended up being an internet marketer. So, but I failed at it, and then I picked myself up, and then the rest is uh, is history. Okay, mm -hmm. any more any more nuggets for us? Yeah. What do you need? Three more, right? That's four. Yes, I need three more. Yes, three more. Okay. <laughs> um, network. So surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to do. Mm. and become friends with them, learn from them, learn what's working for them, what's not working. Go to events. Like we just had the Warrior event, which I saw you at yeah. in Raleigh, North Carolina. And we had this special conference at the Warrior event called the, the VIP Day, mm. where we had you on there. And we had some people sharing some stuff on there during that VIP mastermind that we had that really are going to change a lot of people's businesses. And, and that's just a good place. You want to be in a room like that, full of people doing what you want to do. Don't try to figure it all out yourself. I would say that's the fifth one. The sixth one, I would say, is invest back in your business, right? Invest in yourself, invest in your business. And it makes it a lot easier if you have a mentor or a coach or somebody who takes an interest in your business, right? An interest in your success. So you want to find a mentor or a coach, someone who's actually into you and has a vested interest in your success rather than just somebody you pay money and you can hardly even get in contact with them or, or you know, they just give you a bunch of training material and that's it. You want to have a, a group, a mentor who's in part of that group where they can actually take an interest in, in your, your work. So that's six. Yes. And... Um, Let's see, what would I say for... What about focus? You guys talk about, about um, uh, because uh, I, have you, I have you at invest back in your business. That includes investing money in a mentorship, in training, and in materials that you need. All mm -hmm. right? So that's our six. So we get to uh, uh, number seven. Yeah, seven, um, I would say, is, you know, focus is, is one of the major things. You know, it's... Uh, when, you, when I look back at what I achieved in the cooking market before I really dabbled in the internet marketing space, I had this one site that I just focused on, right? And it was my baby and I just built it up. I built up over 250,000, you know, email leads on that business. I had a newsletter that went out to them consistently. I had products that affiliates were promoting. I had paid ads going. So it was all this stuff that I was doing just to focus on that one sales process that one funnel and building up that that one thing and i kept building and building and building and then i i ended up before i ever got the book deal with simon schuster i had sold sixty thousand self-published copies wow in the ebook on my own within within a period of uh four or five years wow. so you what you focus on grows so when you're all over the place you know mm -hmm. they, i heard one uh, a quote that hit home for me the other day it said uh Multiple streams of income is something that wealthy people do. Right? <laughs> but if you don't have, if you're not a wealthy person or you're not there yet, focus on one thing at a time, right? And then you diversify once that one thing is built up. But if you're just trying to start out putting your energy into, you know, five different things, then none of them are really, are really going to reach the, the 
their true potential, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, look at this example. If you have a project, you have five different projects. Each one takes 10 weeks to, <laughs> to, to achieve, right? <laughs> if you jump around from each of those projects and spend a little bit of time <laughs> on each, mm -hmm. it might take you 50 weeks to get all of them done. But if you would just take one project, 10 weeks, knock it out, then after the 10th week, you would have that project already up and running in production, making money. Then you could focus on the next one. So at the end of that year, you know, mm. instead of having mm. like maybe, you know, not even, you know, one project, <laughs> you know, all those projects just starting to be going, you know, you could have had 10 different ones or five different ones going, you know, already making you, you money. So you want to focus on one thing at a time, build it up, and uh, what you focus on grows. Fantastic. Yes, I, I agree. So I like, I had this quote from you. You don't be surprised to see it out there with your picture on there. Multiple streams of income is what rich people do. When you are starting out, you got to focus on one to get a project finished at a time before you go to the next project. So many of us miss that. All right. We, we go to step two before we master step one. We hear multiple streams of income and we think we have to do so many things at the same time. Not knowing, like we said, you have to take it one at a time and be balanced before uh, you can go to the next step. Thank you so much. That is so awesome. This is life changing. Actually, I have nine here. I didn't tell you because okay. I wanted you to keep bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> More the merrier, man. Yeah, they're exactly. All kind of, they're all kind of related to each other. Yeah, exactly. Other, you know? Exactly. So um, now, just curious. I know you've done, um, um, you've sold a lot of books. But how many products would you say you have sold in the last 14, 15 years that you started this? If you had to guess, like total, I'm not even talking figure yet. I'm not talking dollar yet. I'm talking in terms of total product sales sold as an author, as an affiliate marketer, and all that. What would Man, I've never really done the math on it, man, to be honest <laughs> with you. It's, it's a lot. I mean, you know, 1.5 million books and ebooks for sure. <laughs> But I've never wow. really done the math on, I mean. For I real, 1.5 million in books. Jesus. Probably, I would say probably another, just regular products and things like that, probably another 35, 40,000 wow. products. 1.5 million e-books. I've sold to, besides the books. 1.5 million books. That's, I'm still hung up on that. I'm still trying to digest that. Wow. Yeah, that's six books, though. Six books with Simon & Schuster. I don't so. care if it's 100 books. I don't care if it's 100 <laughs> It's a, it was a, a series, a series of books. So that's another lesson too is uh, when, you, when you put out a product or a book or something like that, plan ahead of time and think about how you can turn that into a series, mm. right? Where you can keep doing the next one and the next one. Like we have this thing called the Best Seller Summit that we do every year in January. Okay. And we can do that every year, right? Mm. It's an online summit. People don't have to go anywhere. They just log onto their computer and we just get, bring in new speakers. And then every year in January, which is the time that people start thinking about writing a book as a New Year's resolution, we do our bestseller summit. So this is the second year we've done it. We plan to keep doing it. So that's a product. It's kind of like a franchise in itself where we can keep running with that. Yes. Yeah. That reminds me because, yes, I was copying you, by the way, when I, I, I said, oh, I'm going to start doing something like this. So I'm, I'm starting the Net Premier Summit next month. Hope you're going to come, come speak for us. It's Webby Friends. It's all online. Right. All right, so I'm going to list you as one of my speakers so that I can get something going. Right? Okay. Are you going to come? Let me put you on the spot right now. Are you going to be there? Napreneur yeah, Summit. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'll, okay, I'll great. 
I appreciate, I appreciate that. All right, let me let me get a Wall Street guy on my summit, man. I don't have yeah. any. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, great. Now um, I want to uh, dive into a little bit of um, uh, this uh, cooking. Thing. You already explained how you got into the cooking and recipe niche. It's not like you. How did you even get into it? I want to be clear. You you just you love eating or what? Right. I, I was uh, into affiliate marketing. Okay. And um, I was also into. Uh, some things we did with direct mail, marketing stuff through the mail. And my, my PO box address was kind of out there for a lot of different marketers to send me advertisements and stuff. So at the time I was doing affiliate marketing and I said to myself, well, it would be really cool if I could start creating my own products, putting them out there on ClickBank, which is what I was using at the time and getting a bunch of affiliates like me to promote my product instead of me promoting people's thing. One at a time, I could have a bunch of people like me promoting my thing. So I was looking for a product idea and then in the mail, I got this offer for you could buy 10 secret restaurant recipes for $5. Send us $5 in the mail. We'll send you these 10 secret restaurant recipes that you can resell or do whatever you want with. Mm. So that was the offer. And I was like, well, let me just give this a try see if it's real. And I sent out $5 cash <laughs> in the wow. mail. Wow. And uh, they sent me back this report with, these 10 secret restaurant recipes that I could do whatever I want with, resell, whatever I want. So uh, I, I created an ebook out of it and I started, I started saying this would be a good thing to sell on ClickBank because in the cooking category in ClickBank, there was nothing out there like this. And I know there were a lot of people with, with cooking websites and things like that that were looking to monetize it. So I said I was going to create an uh, ebook featuring these restaurant recipes. Wow. And that's what I did. And I, you know, we tested out the recipes first and then we put it in there we changed them up a little bit you know needed more of this less of that but um wow. none of them were perfect but we put it out there put a sales page up and then it started selling i was like wow people really want this so that's when i started focusing more on it i turned it into a real real book with you know over 100 recipes i started like sending traffic to it building a list for it all that stuff but it just started with just testing that idea and putting it out there to see if people were into it interesting all right. Um, so, how many uh, how many books have you written so far? I've written six books with Simon and Schuster, okay. and I've done three self-published. Fantastic. So, how do you how do you get your books written? Do you write them yourself, or you uh, you have a, a a secret recipe for writing books? <laughs> well, well, cookbooks are a little different, right? It's okay. not as much writing as it is just ingredients. You know, direct. I'm gonna go buy all this stuff. When I leave here now, I'm going to the store. I gotta get me those books because I gotta do African uh, African most wanted recipes. Will you partner with me? If you can make it look good, I'll do the research. Will you partner <laughs> with me? Let me borrow some of your of your right. of, because you can get an in. I would like to talk to you offline about that. I'm serious. I'm, yeah. It's something I toyed with before because people, when I was doing my research about two years ago. I found out that uh, cooking and recipes are very hard. I was shocked to see that some of the best-selling books in the world are cooking books, <laughs> okay? Oh, yeah. So I'm like, why can't we have an African book type of thing? But I never really followed through. But now that I'm still a living legend, let me see if, if we can make something happen. You need to extend the brand from <laughs> America's Most Wanted. You need to go to Africa's Most Wanted. Then we'll yeah. go to Chinese. See, I'll do the work. We just share the money. Okay. Right, right. All right. Yeah, America's so, Most Wanted was actually a very popular um, 
television show in the states. I don't know if you ever saw it. Yeah, of course I know. That's why right. it attracted people. Okay, so yeah, it's like I kind of piggyback uh, piggybacked yeah. off that that title. There you go. So yeah, it's I, funny. It's like there's a lot of um, groups out there, African groups or different yeah. cultural groups that uh, people have out there on Facebook that don't even know how to monetize. It's funny you say that because I was talking. Did you meet Carolyn? Yes. Carolyn yes. Yes. She has, she has like a, a friend who she helps do the marketing, and they have over a million, 1.1 million Nigerian women wow. in, this, in this group on Facebook. I didn't know that. Yeah, you should reach out to her. She was asking okay. me how to monetize it, and I was. What's the name of the group? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not. She would know. I'm not sure. Oh. It's one one of the biggest groups. She got an award for Facebook. So this, wow. this is not a page. This is actually a group on wow. Facebook of Nigerian moms, wow. and uh, not not mom, Nigerian women. Okay. So something like that. A cookbook would do really well to them. Or exactly. You know. That's when we Africa's most wanted recipes. That is the brand. We go build it. I'm serious. All right. You confront you are the guy. Okay. I don't care. All right. All right? So um, now let's talk about um, being an affiliate because that's also something that you have done creditably and uh, you are one of the biggest names out there. And when I every time I go to JV Zoo, I see your mug. I'm like, that's my brother right there. All right. So so what exactly how does somebody set up properly as an affiliate? Okay, if somebody who's struggling or wants to come into the business, who wants to be an affiliate, all right, how does he get up to set up properly to be a powerhouse within a short time? What will be the steps you will give them? Right. Well, I would tell them to whatever product you're looking to promote, give out content related to that product, build an audience in that niche, then it makes affiliate marketing so much easier when you have your own email list. Right. So I would also say focus on there's a lot of uh, offers out there that you can promote, but they're sales pages. Right. They don't have a process to warm people up for the offer. It's just a sales page. So they expect you to send traffic directly to that sales page. But the way to get higher conversions is to send people to some type of pre-sale pre-sale page where you tell them why they, they should get this before they actually are pitch the mm. product, right? Whether it be a page with testimonials of other people, videos and stuff of other people that have used it, whether it be a page of you showing your results with it and how they can uh, copy your results and, and, and achieve the same benefits, whether it be a page of people. Like, if you have a relationship with a group of people that are on your email list and you're helping them with a particular product, a particular problem rather so say for instance if you have uh, a bunch of people that that want to become better parents right and you're a good parent and you have a newsletter about better parenting and you're giving them tips and helping them be better parents then you become known as the person that helps parents be better parents then when you recommend something to them about parenting they're more than likely to buy it because they recognize you as that expert and they have that relationship. So that personal touch helps you sell more products, helps the conversions. And so you could try to put that in front of the sales page before people get to the sales page, they get some type of personal touch and they build a relationship with you and they trust your recommendation before they buy. So that's what to keep in mind when you're doing affiliate marketing. Okay, so basically, um, you give out content in that niche to build a niche-specific uh, list, and then you give out 
uh, information and training in that area to build your authority. And then uh, you, you send people to a pre-sell page that can be a testimonial, can be a review, can be a resource of having used that product before you ask them to buy. Right. All right. There's right. still more secret, man. What is the what is the secret that you guys are not telling us? Some of us have done this stuff. We are not making the kind of big money you are making. Tell yeah. me. When you really do that, it's just a matter of uh, getting traffic to it, right? So okay. the very nature of affiliate marketing is you have to get your own traffic, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a product and you have other people promoting it, those people are sending you traffic. But if you're an affiliate on your own, you have to get that traffic to promote other people's <laughs> products. So you have to kind of learn how to generate traffic, whether it be through search engines, publishing content, you know, targeting certain keywords that people are looking at with the content that you, you publish, or whether it be through paid advertising, learning how to pay, do paid advertising. I would say if you're an affiliate, learn how to master one paid advertising source and just master it. Focus on that one source, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Google, whether it be you know, Instagram or whatever whatever source of paid traffic, whether it be email, placing email ads in different email newsletters, just focus on one source of traffic until you really get good at it. You learn the intricacies of that source of traffic, what works, what doesn't work. And then you can master sending traffic to your pre-sale pages that are going to improve your conversion for those offers. Yes. Uh, as, uh, it's strange that you say that because we, we hear that a lot at least uh, while I was in uh, Wannabe Land, I hear that a lot before I figured out some stuff. Is what? Let me go back and tap into your own experience. If where you are standing now, if you have to pick one traffic source that is easy to master that converts well, um, what would those be? Three in order of uh, how you pick them. If you have to pick only one, right now I love Facebook. I love okay. Facebook as a traffic source. So, so you said you want three? I mean, yes. If I had to do three, I would do Facebook, I would do Google AdWords, and I would do email ads as my, uh, okay. my top, Google top AdWords. resources. Now, Google AdWords, I, I, I thought that is for the big boys because they keep banning everybody. Okay? There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a way to do it. There's a way to do it. Okay. I mean, uh, the big boys go for the, the big keywords, right? So you could get on longer tail keywords, you could bet on local keywords. A lot of the big dogs aren't doing the, the local searches. I was just talking to a guy about this today as a local, a local uh, fitness business, he have, as a fitness studio. Okay. And he's doing really well with Facebook ads, but I told him like, you could also do well, you could target people by zip code. So within you know, 10, 20 miles of a certain zip code, people are doing searches locally. You can make a, a it's not, not as expensive as you think, but, you know, so many people focus on the expense of it all when really you should focus on the other side of it, right? Because the expense, there's only so many things you can do with the expense, so many creative mm -hmm. things you can do to bring the, the clicks down or whatnot. But there are a lot more things you can do to help the conversions, to pick products that have a high average customer value. So if, if you were spending, what's a, what's a high amount per click? If you were spending $10 per click, right? But mm -hmm. You were you ended up making fifteen dollars per click, right? So you are ahead. High, but <laughs> you know it, it it pans out. Like you, would, the question would be, not how much am I spending, but how much more can I spend to scale this thing up? So okay. focus on the other side of conversion and and the average customer value side of it, and it makes getting the traffic a lot easier. Okay. 
all right, still on this traffic team because that happens to be the uh, problem with most of the people who are struggling online until they figure out a way to solve. How do you build a massive list of almost 300,000 people? How do you do that? What do you do? Right. Tell me. I'm well, you know. know, you don't do it. I got 10,000, okay? <laughs> you don't do it in a month, but, you know, that's for sure. It's a gradual, a gradual thing. And uh, you, you do that by exploring all different opportunities. So I had... I was doing it as an affiliate, but I, I can't claim that I built up a list of 300,000 as an affiliate. I had my own product, okay. so I had my own sales funnels. So I was bringing people through my own sales funnels that I could kind of control mm. the sales funnel. So if I knew I needed to increase the average customer value, I could add something, maybe a more expensive product on the back of the sales funnel to bring that average order up to make it possible for me to send more traffic to it. But I also had opened it up. I had my own product, so I opened it up for affiliates to promote. Mm -hmm. So affiliates were sending traffic. So if people didn't buy, I would offer them, you know, something to get on my email list, like sample recipes or something like that to get on my email list. So, you know, I also got a lot of publicity from it, as, you know, for, for my books and stuff. So that sent people to the, to the website. I had um, a very popular cooking forum on the site, a message board and, and a very popular blog on the site at the time. This was before Facebook even came on the scene okay. where um, anybody that signed up for the forum or the blog automatically got on my email list. So it's just a matter of having this one offer that you really want to promote this one sales funnel and just finding all these different traffic angles to open it up for all this different traffic to come in and, and for people to get on your list and really just having something people want to sign up for mm -hmm. and then getting as much traffic to that as possible. Fantastic. Okay. Um, now let's go to the, to the products. Okay. You've explained basically giving us a blueprint on how to set up. And the truth of the matter is that if somebody can follow these five steps that you have, you have given out and are consistent over time, they should be able to, because that's even what, uh, even Sam Baker said, basically almost identical stuff that you mentioned, which means this system works. But having said that, how do you choose products to promote? Okay, right. that's, a, that, that's a big part of it too. So how do you choose products to promote is the question? Yeah, as an affiliate, yes. Because well, I've, I've chosen products that didn't work sometimes, some work, so I, is there a system to pick one? Well, I mean, you target, you narrow it down to to match the audience that you wanted to fit for, right? So whatever audience you currently have or focused on, you can find products that fit that market. And then you could, a lot of these affiliate networks, they have stats that you can look at to see, okay, here's how the product is performing on the marketplace. So I know it's, it's converting. Um, you could do tests. So if you have an email list, you can do little tests, drops. So if, say if I had an email list of, uh, 10,000 people, I could test out 10 different offers and send 1,000 people to see each offer, to see which ones do the best. And then from there, I could, you know, send the, the rest of the list to that offer that does well. So you definitely want to test out offers before sending a lot of traffic to it, test it out on a small scale. And, you know, the other thing is just relationships. You speak to other people who are affiliate marketers and you join these different groups of people who are promoting things and a lot of times they'll tell you what's working like i just promoted this product and it's working like crazy you got to check it out so mm -hmm. you get a lot of that as well but it's never any shortage of 
things to promote, <laughs> especially promote. In the internet marketing uh, niche as well. And that is uh, that's so that's so true. Uh, now you've uh, you've talked about us getting traffic. You've talked about um, um, why that is important. We all know that, and you have proved it. But what are some of the little-known strategies, okay, for getting free and paid traffic to your site? That'll be one of my. I'm rounding down now because you told me you're going to go at two. So, but that is important. We want to know uh, if you can share some of this with us. Some little-known strategies, okay, for building both free and paid traffic because that is important to our audience. Right. Well, I would say free traffic as an affiliate or as a uh, to both, both as a vendor and as an affiliate. Traffic is traffic. Right. Well, if you're a vendor, free traffic could be as easy as having an affiliate program and then reaching out to different people to, to promote your product. You could also reach out to people and offer them content. You could say, you know, you can give, can you, it's 10 articles you can use for your blog. And within those 10 articles, if anybody clicks the link, that'll be your affiliate link and you'll get a commission if anybody buys the product being sold in these 10 articles right so so okay. people are always looking for content so a lot of times they'll likely publish your content especially if they know they can earn a commission if any sales are generated through that content so that's one way of doing it uh pay traffic way what's working for me right now and i probably shouldn't even be telling people this but <laughs> what's working for me right now is uh with facebook ads you do a long post. So you, you set up a Facebook ad to you only pay when someone clicks the link in the post. Mm -hmm. And then you put the link way at the bottom of a long post. Mm -hmm. Right. So so in order to get to that link and click the link in order for you to be charged, they have to read all of the stuff that comes before it or at least skim it. Right. So those mm -hmm. results in better clicks. Okay, exactly. So if they are not interested, they won't even click. So it doesn't right. cost you so much money. Right, see what right. I see? You just give me a golden nugget because what I've been doing, I know about long post. I've been putting my link at the top. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want, Thank it, you. It goes, it goes back to the whole, well, you want to, you know, everything is revolves around testing what works and what doesn't, testing things out for your particular offer. But you want to, just like, just like if somebody, just like if you're selling a car, right? Somebody came into your, your car dealership and they said, I want to buy a car. And then you said, okay, here's a car, $40,000. Buy it now. Okay. Right? That wouldn't be very effective, right? You want you to tell them about the car. Like, hey, what, what kind of car do you want? You want to pre-qualify, pre-sell them on it. Let me tell you about this special mm -hmm. we're having. This car right here, you know, here's all the benefits. It's 400 horsepower. It does this. You know, it has a is one of our safest cars that we have. You know, you want to tell them all the, the benefits Benefit. before you just try to pull the trigger and get that sale. Well, the same thing with, with writing an ad, right? You want to qualify them. So I like to start out writing an ad with a question, right? Hmm. Do you want to, would you like to uh, improve your, your golf swing in just 30 days? Something like yeah. that. You know, anybody that reads that question, if they're into it, it, it triggers a yes response. Like, yes, tell me more. Right. So once you get that, yes, tell me more response, you don't want to just go right to oh, click here. You want to say, here's why. And then you explain a little bit more and then you, then you show them the first link. So you got to have multiple, you got to have a couple of links in your ad, but you don't want to get them to that action until you warm them up a bit. And that's my personal philosophy on it. 
as well. Okay. And that, yes, I can see why that would work well. I never thought about it. Uh, I was thinking, like most people, that, okay, get your link in front of them so that they can get to your squeeze page, your landing page. But that doesn't make sense because a lot of them will click and then they get there. That's not really what they want. Yeah. So you don't get a lot of um, a, a useful conversion. Right. But if they have to you read... pay for those clicks too. Yeah, yeah. And you have paid for it already, exactly. Yeah. But if they have to read to the end before they see the link, by the time they are clicking, they are more motivated because now they are interested in knowing more. So you get... Right. That is intuitive. I don't know why I never thought about that. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, right. and the key to it is just your, your content that they're reading has to be compelling, right? So one paragraph has to lead to the next. And you can tell a story. Or, you know, stories are always very compelling. People always have to feel like they feel like they have to complete the story. So mm. you can start out with what's called an open loop mm. in mm. the very beginning of your ad where they have to complete that thought. So, hey, if you wanted to know this, I have a, a way that I've learned to do it. But first, let me tell you about this. I'll, I'll tell you that in just a second. But first, let me tell you about this. So in the back of their mind, they're like, okay, I wanted to know that thing. So they'll keep reading, reading, reading to, to close that, that thought in their mind. Okay. So open loop. So okay. very effective to keep people okay. content. All right. That's another top secret. He just dropped. Are we going to make him drop them? He's dropped two already. All right. Come on. Give us some more. Give us some more. One more. Okay. And I'll let that drop. Because you've just given us two very good traffic, uh, 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 conversion-based uh, traffic ideas. Open loops. Okay. I've had a uh, value say that a lot. And then also making sure you give the audience enough opportunity to be really interested in what you are trying to tell them before they get an opportunity to click because you are paying for a click whether they do anything with it or not. Those are two. I haven't had open loops since we've been having these interviews. That's one. Right. What else? And, and another thing I would say is uh, there's a certain, you know, every, every niche has a group of people that, that follow pretty much everything in that niche. So, so you know, if you're in internet marketing, niche you know that a lot of people are going to be following ryan dice frank kern you know guys like that every niche has its leaders right so you can target ads to those leaders and brand yourself so not every ad has to have an immediate profit right? mm. sometimes the the desire of the ad is just to make yourself a known entity to the people who are following the experts in that market so that they know you too Right. So, so you can really you can get some really cheap video ads where you share some tips, you share some advice, you show your face, you brand yourself, you brand your, your content, you brand yourself as an expert. And before you know it, everybody in that market has seen your face and knows you. And it doesn't cost as much as you think to do that. That's one of the things I'm going to start doing. But it goes back to what I said as to. I'm about to start following you. I'm about to start targeting people following you, man. <laughs> yeah, it's something I need to do. But it goes back to personal branding and building that trust and yes. having the courage to put yourself out there like that to say, listen, I am that expert that you should follow. And that, that takes courage. And 95% of the population won't do it, which is why 5% of the population will succeed right? when, when they do it. I agree. All right, now I want to go to uh, to models because uh, really I, I I really I'm enjoying this interview because it can benefit so many people from different niches because you are actually hitting on the what I call the fundamentals. All right, now let's say we have and we have lots of followers from Africa to this uh, fearless uh, net show, 
what we do is after it's done, I actually do a little bit of editing and put it out there in bits and pieces. Now, uh, can you share your best list of internet business models for anyone who has a dream of financial success online? I mean, if you are to give them, because that part of the challenge is trying to find profitable niche, but coming from somebody who's been there, done that, what would you recommend if you have to say, okay, um, as an internet uh, money-making model, this is what I think uh, can work faster for you if you can dedicate yourself to it. So just a model or, the, or finding a niche? The models, internet oh, business like, models. Okay, business models. Uh, yeah. uh, but there's two, two business models that I really, really like. One is having a recurring income program, right? Mm -hmm. so, so say if I, uh, one, one example, we help writers with uh, Elite Writers Lab. We have a membership, we help writers. So what we would do on the front of that funnel is we would give away something for free in exchange for, well, not really free, but they would have to pay for shipping. So some type of shippable media that they would have to pay for. It could be a book. It could be a series of videos on a, on a DVD or a CD mm. or a flash drive. You know, something that they would have to pay shipping for. Mm. Um, it could be a, a quick start toolkit, like different things that they can use. You know, whatever you can come up with that people really want, give that for free, charge you know, five bucks for, for shipping. You can use a service. If you, if you have a DVD or CD, you can use a service like Kunaki, which will send that out for less than five bucks. Or you can um, just ship it out. You can use a fulfillment service to ship it out for you. But the point is you want to get people that free thing so that they pay for shipping so that they're in the sales process. And then once they're in the sales process with their credit card out, you can add on different things to the order. Mm -hmm. Similar to how if you go to, the shopping center, Walmart or something, you're standing in line, you see all these things by the register, right? Mm. Those add-on impulse items, people tend to add those on because they're in the buying mode and they're like, well, let me just add this on while I'm buying. So you can do that with a free trial to your membership. Like, hey, if you like this, you could also get a free a trial for $1. You, we'll, we'll throw this into your order as well and you'll get a free trial to our, you know, Elite Writers Lab membership, and here's the benefits of why you would like to do that. You can cancel at any time. Be fully transparent with them. A lot of people will get in and then like it and, and not cancel. So now you got a recurring billing membership. And then to make the numbers work, you can have another upsell for a higher ticket product on the back end of that. So that's one sales process that I really like that's working for us. The other one is just straight to a video, from the video straight to an application where you schedule a, a call. So say for instance, um, and we have somebody on the phone that will close them on a higher ticket product like coaching or some type of done for you service where you can get freelancers to do the work for like four or $5 an hour or whatever. So um, one example is uh, we do sales funnels for, for people and we have that, the first example I was telling you about the recurring income, we set up sales funnels like that for clients and uh, we charge $5,000. So we'll have a video showing the benefits of that system. And then we'll say, listen, if you want to have this done for you, you know, we'll give you a free coaching call to determine if you're a good fit, schedule your coaching call. We're only accepting 10 people this week for this particular program. So they'll schedule the call on the call. We'll tell them, you know, what we can do for them, why they need it, how they, it can help them reach their goals. 
you just kind of let them talk too. Let them tell you about their goals and whatnot. And then you offer that to them and say, we have 10 spots available. You want one of the 10. We have a couple left and a lot of people will buy. So it's just straight. It's simple. It's just an ad or some type of traffic source straight to a video or webinar to an onboarding strategy call, free coaching call where you would give them some tips and then close them on that opportunity, take their credit card information, sell them something, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. So those are the two models that are, are really working well for us. And you could really have a seven-figure business if you focus on that, either one of those, and scale it up. Mm, fantastic. So uh, I've been hearing about those iTicket, uh, calling people on the phone and closing them uh, with iTicket products. Do you use professionals to do that, or it has to be done by yourself, or other people do that? No, my, my partner is really good over the phone. So we just let him do it. But, you know, there's call centers that do it for you. You could hire uh, commission-based salespeople on Craigslist. There's a lot of people that will, will sell and know how to sell, but just don't know how to generate leads, right? So if you, if you tell salespeople, like, listen, we're going to send you uh, 10 leads a day to close, and each one you can get $1,000, you know, you can find really good salespeople that are willing to do that. Okay. Fantastic. I mean, that is really, really, really uh, eye-opening. Um, guys, I hope you are taking your notes like I am. I have three full pages of notes already done right now. So I'm going to be implementing even because you never make enough money. I mean, I thought I was making money. Now, this guy is probably making like 100 times what I'm making. So I better hustle. I better do more hustle, man. <laughs> yeah, all right, well. It's not all about what was, you know, it's all about just being the, Better than you were the prior year. Don't really uh, exactly. Yes, I'm relatively new, and I'm I'm happy to have been meeting uh, some of these legends. I learned a lot from them, and uh, that's why I go to all these conferences. Just hanging around them, the aura of success is starting to rub off. Is what happened when I started. Okay, just mm -hmm. let me just be around these guys. Then you hear them say one or two things, and the next thing you know, you have an idea to do uh, something, uh, something great. The idea for Movimatic I got uh, from a cruise from the marketer's cruise, talking to people there, and the next thing we know, you are, you are, you are, you are already in the market. All right, great. I recognize, yeah. I recognize I've, I've seen you around for a few years. It's just yes. recently we started really talking more, but I recognize you because you, you stand out, right? Uh, there you in go. In a good way, in, in yes. a good way, right? So, so I would tell people that sometimes it's good to put yourself out there if you're, you're different. Right, because not very many people in the market look like you. Not very many people in the market look like me. With this. exactly, <laughs> you know, I look like a big like football player or something. You know, so that's what I thought. <laughs> we, we stand out when we go exactly. to events. When you see us online, you know, we don't look like everybody else. So if you don't fit in the, the general mold of what everybody else yeah. is, that's often a, a good thing. Yes, a lot of people don't know that. Thank you for that, and guys. People try to hide their difference rather than celebrating it. I knew that early, that I'm African, I've got this accent, and I've got this personality. Rather than me cowering in the corner, let me celebrate my Nigerianness. Fraud or no fraud, I'm going to go out there and push. And that has worked tremendously for me. That's how I was able to get uh, a deal with Mike Fusim and several other big names out there. But like they said, they said, you guys, you're you just there like a, like a bad apple that refuses to go away. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere until I make millions here, guys. Better get used to me. And uh, that is working. And so, guys, you got to celebrate uh, your point of difference because that is where you also, because people see lots of people. But when you become unforgettable, then you have a better chance of being able to uh, get a shortcut to where you're going, guys. So, 
We are running this down now because um, uh, Ron has told me he has to go get his kid in the next 10 minutes. So I'll just let you take um, the last couple of questions. Two questions only. I'm going to ask you what you think about the Net Premium Magazine because I need to get a testimonial or record from you. That'll be the last question. So you can think about that. But right now, I want you to give us your crystal ball. Where do you see internet marketing going over the next five years? You've been through most of it. 15 years is probably when it started. Where do you see this in the next five years? Right. I see it going pretty much in the same direction it's already going in terms of uh, you know, new platforms, new ways of reaching people, new, new ways of finding people online who are interested in different topics, uh, a lot more people online, a lot more buyers you know, out there potentially for your stuff. But I, I see it as transparency and, and uniqueness and, and being clear as to what you're offering and, and targeting that offer to a particular group. I see that working even more going forward because there's going to be a lot more people online and a lot more sellers, but a lot more money out there for the people who are the real deal and really want to offer value for people because people can, are going to be able to tell the difference. So don't, don't underestimate your buyers and, and how well they could feel your vibe as to whether you're, you're genuine or not. So just be yourself, you know, sell things that, that work and you're going to succeed and you're going to stand out. So I see that as, as being a trend. Thank you so much. And finally, what do you think about the Fearless Net Premium Magazine? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a great idea, especially now that I'm in one of the editions. Of yes, the you're going to be the cover in August. Yeah. I'm going to be yeah. working with you. Seriously, because I thought uh, uh, the, the reason why we put it out there is because there's not too many magazines that are focused on the happenings and the uh, the stuff that internet marketers are interested in. There's a lot of PLR out there, but they're just articles for you to use in your, in your but what we are doing is spotlighting people like you, the good things happening in the industry, where the direction of the industry is going and all that. And I'm, and I'm excited. That, yeah, uh, that yeah I, definitely, I definitely think people need a source of insider information. And you, whether you give yourself credit for it or not, you are an insider, you know, yeah pretty much everybody in the industry. So they need that source of insider information all in one place rather than trying to, to find it all these different places, uh, you know, and, and just wondering if it's out there. They need to know what's working, you know, and, and hear it from people who are actually doing it. So I think it's a great source of uh, information and you should definitely keep it going. Thank you so much, Aaron. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on the Fearless Netpreneur Show. Guys, there you have it. Like I always say at the end of every show, my job is to bring you the experts for them to share their innermost secrets. Your job is to execute. You got to take imperfect action. Don't wait until everything is perfect. You've seen all of them, including Ron. None of them got perfect when they started. They just started doing and things started happening. Stop working on that project for the last five years or the last three months. Just do it. Okay, I'll end with that with what I always end with my very first money online. Okay, and this will make Ron smart. When I first started, I said, I want to learn this thing. After reading the coffee shop millionaire letter, and I'm like, wow, I wasn't broke. I mean, as at the time I started internet marketing, my payroll in my law firm was close to $50,000 a month. So it was not like <laughs> I'm looking for money, but I wanted something different. I was burnt out. I've spent 20 years as a lawyer. I'm just tired. And I'm like, if somebody can sit in a, in a coffee shop and be making millions, I'm doing law. I'm not doing law anymore. I mean, we own this building that we're in. It's a terrible building. I want to learn. So I started, okay? But like everybody, I didn't take thorough training, but I acted. I got to a place called Warrior Forum. 
Guys, this is a story to motivate you in case you haven't had it before. I got a place, that's the only place I knew from that letter. So I went to Warrior Forum and that's when I heard about something called PLR. Never heard of it before. Before I did internet marketing, I had five books on Amazon.com that I wrote myself, but they're mostly Christian books. So I got here and they said, you can buy this book and then you can put your name on it and then you can find like, for real. I bought this book called Income Commander in the morning, like around 10 a.m. All right, for 17 bucks. All right, it's about what you can do to make money online today, blah, blah, blah. By 4 p.m., I didn't even know enough to change the cover and all that stuff. I just called it uh, Income Angel, okay? And I put it right there back on the uh, on Warrior Forum, and I sold one around eight copies of a book at $47. So, guys, later I realized I did a lot of stuff wrong, but I made that money. Yes, I got like maybe 30 or 40 refunds because it was poorly done. But that got me going, that this thing is possible. So guys, take action. That's all you need. Make your mistake, recap, keep going. And before you know it, you probably be like Ron, selling millions of copies of books. Ron, thank you so much. And today, that's it, right? Guys, on the Fearless Netpreneur Show today, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much, Ron. I'll be talking to you about that Afri most wanted African recipes. I'm serious. All right? <laughs> Sounds All right, good. thank you, my brother. Thank you. All right, thank talk you. to you soon. All right, man.